Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Welcome and thank you for joining today during this very, very odd time. How are you today, Charles? I'm okay. What day is it? What month is it? (laughs) But I'm okay. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Yeah. Um, You know, it is really an unprecedented time right now. And I don't know about you, but I'm kind of on this roller coaster. I go from high motivation to lethargy. We have a lot of, uh, there's a lot of distractions too, a lot of variables at play. I mean, it's hard enough to be self uh, sheltered for so long, right? Right. But, um, and uh, this social media could be a lifeline for us. And really start hitting home on that you're the leader. You're the leader during this time, but we know that it's not easy, and so we really want to go through step by step how to navigate change. And we want to we want to navigate change because things are changing, right? Oh yeah, yeah, things are changing. And so, like I said, you know, this is a really unprecedented time in our history. You know, we've got the pandemic out there, we've got the economy is collapsing, and there's nowhere to escape. I mean, we've never been in this position where we just couldn't turn around and maybe go somewhere if we had the means or get away from it or do something and you can't. So in order to uh, at least continue to circle, you have to step up and be a leader. That's your point of yourself. Yes, you have to step up and be a leader. But I also want to say that I understand that all of this stress, this underlying current of stress is really tiring. It's it's super tiring. So if you're finding that, you know, you're tired, you're not able to get stuff done, um, you're trying your best to motivate, but yet you're having trouble motivating, that's perfectly normal. And we're going to talk a little bit about why that is. Okay. So over the years, I have studied with some of the best teachers out there. And, you know, I have studied with intuitive people. I've studied with life coaches. I sat in a hotel room with eight other people and Martha Beck and learned from her. And she is one of the ones that I consider one of the best out there when it comes to navigating change and and what is going on in the world right now. So I've taken what her teachings are because I am a certified Martha Beck life coach, but I've also been talking to people, reading, listening, not just now, but over the years. And so what I tried to do in this hour is distill down for you some of the best teachings that I've had for how to go about navigating what we're going through, especially during a time when we don't really know what's out there. And so you will have people that are posting on LinkedIn or on social media and saying, follow me, do this, do that. It really has to be coming from you and you for you because nobody knows you better than you. But we're going to talk about how you can start unearthing some of what it is that you want to do. Excellent. And one of the things that I've been doing is I've been talking to so many people. And one of the themes that's been coming out during this time is that 
people have been preparing. And you and I even talked about this a little bit, that we didn't even realize that we were preparing when we were preparing. Yeah. Right. We changed our diet. We've lost weight. We've gotten in shape. We've brought down our expenses. Yeah, we were covertly getting lean with our lifestyle, our diet, our approach to um, the world. Yeah. And I even found myself like, we have all this hand washing stuff. Like (laughs) I didn't even know we had as much as we had. And I had all of this squirreled away. So I think in some ways, there is a part of us that kind of knew some of this was coming, even though we didn't know what was coming. Yeah, maybe a little bit. uh, Some of it has to do with age. I'm not so sure. But um, I 100% agree with that. In fact, you know, now that we're hunkered down, we've been indirectly hunkered down, right? Mm -hmm. Broadcasting remote and working remote. Um, So uh, like you say, we're a little more versed at this. It's a little more business as usual for us. Yeah. And I like this quote that Martha recently posted up on Facebook on her page. And it's, the first act of creation is the destruction of the status quo. When everything falls apart, don't start don't stop dreaming, dream bigger. Hmm. And that's a tough one. Yeah. Right. When you feel everything falling apart to not only to not stop dreaming, but to make those dreams even bigger. Why? Because we don't know what's coming. And well, and we're so used to being programmed um, by the norm, by the status quo. Um, This is the best practice. We're so used to that best practice stuff. Um, But now uh, there really is. It's uncharted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it absolutely is uncharted and uncharted. And one of the things that we talk about a lot is going from a caterpillar to a butterfly. And what happens in a chrysalis when a caterpillar starts becoming a butterfly, many of you know this, but in case you don't, just a little reminder, is that while the caterpillar is in the chrysalis, it turns into mush. It just completely loses its old identity. It's no longer what it was. And when it starts to come out of the chrysalis and it starts breaking through, no one can help it. If you try to help it, it will die. It has to go through that on its own. Wow. And then it comes out and then it's a butterfly. It's a completely different insect than what it was before. That's a great uh, analogy. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. I mean, that is one of the reasons that the coaches, their logo is the butterfly, Mm. because it's about the melting down and then coming out is something completely different. So what I like to tell clients is I like to show them the change cycle. And there are four squares in the change cycle. And the change cycle starts with a catalytic event. So in this case, the catalytic event is we're in a pandemic, the economy is tanking, some of you may have been furloughed or have been laid off. Um, or are sick. Or are sick or know somebody that is sick or have somebody in your family or you've lost someone. I mean, there's a big change that comes. And so there's four squares when that catalytic event happens. And the first one is death and rebirth. And I think a lot of us are in this square one in death and rebirth. And so I'll go through the four squares and then I will go back to square one. So then the second square is 
dreaming and scheming. So when you finally start letting go of your old identity, you move into square two, which is dreaming and scheming, where you start thinking about, wow, what are some of the possibilities that are open to me right now? What are some of the things that I can be doing differently? Then in square three, you've made that decision and now you're going forward with your old plans, but it can be really tough. And square three is called the hero saga because it's way harder than anything you ever thought it was going to be. You, it's going to be way, way harder than you, finding the new job, opening a business, anything that you wanted to do that is completely different than what you wanted to do before is in the hero Because saga. now when we think about our future or planning, we're going by these old ways. Right, right. And part of it is learning how to let go of those old ways so you can step into the new way. And then the final square, square four, is called the promised land. And that's where everything is working. It's going well. You're enjoying it. You're loving all the fruits of your labors. And sometimes what can happen is another catalytic event happens and you go back into the change cycle. Right. I would say that... um, what has happened is definitely um, a catalytic event. Yeah, and I think that a lot of us are in square one. And what I love is the square one mantra. And I think it sums it up beautifully. The square one mantra is, I don't know what the hell's going on and that's okay. Mm. That's okay. I don't know what the hell is going on and that's okay. And you see it all the time. You talk to your friends, you get on a Zoom, At first, people were trying to recreate what we had before. And now you see that kind of pulling back and people are starting to cocoon a little bit and they're going into the different phases of grief because we really are in a grief cycle right now, a lot of us, because we know we can feel it. Things are not going to be the way they were for a long time, if ever. There's a lot of businesses that have shuttered that are not going to go back to the way they were. There's a lot of ways of working that we're not going to be able to go back to that. And that's not about being doom and gloom. It's just about seeing what's out there and understanding that what you're feeling, all the angst you're having, all the, a lot of us are having a lot of anger. Yeah. Is all of that is getting through this grief cycle. You know, the other thing about the situation now is two ways to look at it. One is if you are living in abundance, right, Mm -hmm. and you're overstocked with income, Mm -hmm. um, you're in a panic because you don't want to see that go. Oh, yeah. You don't want anything to change. uh, On the flip side, if you're struggling to make ends meet, um, or not working, you're in a panic for the same reasons. However, what we need to, to look at the way I see it, which gives me hope, is we're all equal now. We're all hunkered down, not knowing what's going on. Well, I'm not sure that we're all equal, but I, I do feel that we're all, we're somewhat equal in the not knowing what's coming. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that knows what's coming. Nobody knows how this is all going to play out. There's people that can make predictions. You know, we can look at the science. We can, we can get a good idea of where it's going, but 
nobody knows for sure. Nobody can predict for sure what's going to happen because it's not only affecting us at home, it's affecting the world. This whole thing is global. It's not just local. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's sort of like when we say we're in a pandemic, it's like when we used to joke about becoming a millionaire. Well, first you get a million dollars. You know, right. so we make such light of we're in a pandemic. Right. It's huge. A global. Right. It's huge. And so, you know, you'll find yourself a lot of times like not even being able to motivate to get out of bed. So let's talk a little bit about that, because in square one, what you're doing is in death and rebirth, you are grieving your old life and you're trying to cling to it. You're trying to cling to it. So what you'll see is as you go through the change cycle, what can happen sometimes is someone grieves, but they didn't grieve fully. And then they start making really fast changes like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to I gotta do something to move forward. And if you make that switch too quickly, you will try to go back to the way things were. You will try to call your old boss and say, please, I'm begging you, give me my job back. I'll do whatever I'll do whatever I, I got to do. But or just network, give me your job. Network with a popular group that may not be what you feel. Right. And so the biggest thing to do when you're in square one is to first learn about the five stages of grief, if you don't know these stages. But Kubler-Ross wrote the book on this a long time ago, and it, it works perfectly for square one, because the five stages of grief are denial, then anger, then depression, then bargaining, and then finally acceptance. So you're seeing this playing out all over the place. You're seeing the people that are in denial, right? There's no issue. There's no real pandemic. This is all just BS. Um, that's 100% denial that there's a problem. Or mm -hmm. I can just plow through it. Then mm -hmm. it becomes anger. You know, if these people would do this, if these people would do that, if if this guy would say this, that, and the other, we would be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, you're getting angry and you're finding yourself getting angry at everybody. You know, Charlie's chewing too loud. What the hell's that all about? Yeah. You know, I'm too quiet. What's that all about? He can get angry at me for that, right? You just want to lash out because you want to have that, that adrenaline burst that makes you feel like you're doing something. And with all the social media hoopla, we have an answer for everything. Oh, yeah. In an easy answer, right? Yeah. Just do this and it'll be okay. Then you also see the depression. I don't feel like doing anything. I can't motivate. What's the point? Who's going to listen? Who cares about what I have to say? What I do is meaningless. It's not really going to impact anybody. That is just depression 101. Yeah, and then right? you can do some bad vicing. You can do some bad vicing when you're in depression. You can do some bad vicing in all of them. Yeah. Right. And we're going to talk about that, too. I wanted to talk about that in our next segment. But briefly, the next phase that you're going to talk about, that's complicated. Bargaining. Bargaining. Yeah. Yeah. If you just I will do whatever it takes if you just promise that we're going to go back to way to the way things were. You know, mm. I will bargain with you. And then finally, that final, final phase is that acceptance phase where you just you're like, OK, I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can do. I'm just going to have to accept this. Um, so you see people in your life and yourself going through all these different stages. 
And sometimes you'll go through one stage, you think you're on the other side of it, and you find yourself falling right back. I mean, I can find myself at days being in, in acceptance, being okay with what's going on, and then all of a sudden falling into depression or falling into a really weird anger. Like all of a sudden, like everybody in their ma is just pissing me off. Like yeah. I can't watch TV. I can't watch the YouTube. I can't listen to anything. I can't take a phone call because it just makes me angry. The neighbors, the drivers, everything. The grass is too dry. It's all just ticking me off, right? I mean, you just get really, really angry about the whole thing. So just understand that those are the five stages of grief. And if you want to dive into those a little more deeply, you can read Kubler-Ross's book, and it is a classic. Um, And what I've found about all the years that I've studied with different people, read different people, been to live events, sat and had them coach me, I mean, some of the best people in the business, is that what it comes down to always is that everybody has issues and everybody has catalytic events happen in their life and everybody has issues that they haven't gotten over, hurts that haven't been healed. But at the end of the day, when it comes to navigating change and it comes to navigating anything that happens in our life, It's so important to start getting in touch with your essential self, with who you are at your core. Um, That's the piece that's really important, is really understanding who you are at your core. And we're going to be talking about that, too, today. So um, navigating change is a a different approach than you normally would – strategize internally right because because life is going on now it's kind of on hold so in order to get something back we have to do some major rethinking well no life isn't on hold now i don't consider it on hold life is moving forward life is going forward it's just going forward in a different way than what we're used to and so we're navigating life in this new way but it is moving forward so that's an example of me not changing Right. Right. Sitting around. Let's wait for this to pass. Right. And everything's going to go back. Somebody um, had a very good analogy for it the other day. They said, I realized that I was sitting here pretending like this was a blizzard and that all of a sudden we were going to open up and everything was going to go back to the way it was. And it's not. Life is going on as we're sitting here. Life has changed and we have to move forward with it. You know, I always say, um, we got to slow down the game, but maybe right now we can't, you know? Well, no, you do slow down the game. And the reason you slow down the game, because this isn't about making big changes. Square one isn't about making big changes. Square one is about making small changes and starting to look at what it is that I'm feeling And what it is that I actually want. Because what happens is we think that we have to make this big change. So what will happen is, and I'm seeing it, right? All of a sudden you're thinking, well, my business is going under. I better throw 10 grand at this program so that I can get some info as to how I should move forward in this pandemic. Well, I got news for you. I mean, people have really good marketing strategies. And there are some companies that are doing really well because, 
for example, Zoom is doing really well. Any kind of tech is doing really well. They're used to working remotely. They can work remotely. They know what they're doing. But for the most part, nobody knows what's going to be on the other side of this or when the other side of this is is going to even be. Mm. So it's so important to start going internal now and start understanding your feelings and what it is that you bring to the table. Now it's more important than ever to understand that you are the leader of your family, of your job, of yourself. That's what's so important right now. And that you are Captain America or Wonder Woman or Superman, that you do have those superpowers, but you have to embrace them. And and part of the thing, like for me, um, I'll go right into boiling the ocean mm-hmm. and end up very soon thereafter taking on too much a deer in the headlights. Right. Right. And what happens is, is when you take on too much at a time like this, you're not going to make good decisions. The decisions have to come from taking the time, doing some research, just getting in touch with your feelings, getting in touch with who you are. It sounds so touchy-feely. It sounds like such bullshit. It sounds like it's just not anything that is going to help propel you forward. No, you need to grab the bull by the horns. You need to do this, that, and the other. You can't right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't. You know, very few people are in a position where they can do that right now. You know, so you're working at Zoom. Zoom knows that they've got all these people out there and that this is a huge time for them. So they're making changes right now, but the changes also have to be from a place where they're keeping people safe mm-hmm. as well as making money. So even they're navigating blind. It's like moving parts on moving parts. Right. Everybody is navigating blind. And that's why it's so important to start looking internally at yourself and what it is that you bring to the and, table. Well, and we know that... We need to do some action. We need to do the work. Yeah. And um, because it is, if I'm leading myself, thank you. So now I can't delegate. <laughs> um, you know, I need to make sure um, I'm practiced, I'm grounded, and, you know, I start moving slowly in that direction. Right. And you also have to understand that there's only one person that you can control. It's you and your thoughts. It is the only thing you can control is you and your thoughts. That is it. You can't control your spouse. You can kind of control your kids up to a point, right? You can't control what's going on outside. Very hard to grasp. Very easy to hear. Very hard to grasp. Very hard to grasp. Part of the change. It's part of the change. Yeah. I mean, it is part. Well, you know what? It's part of the change and it's not because really it's, that's all you've ever been able to control. Every other time that you felt like you could control stuff was just baloney. That's not true. You weren't really controlling anything. You were trying to control it. You were trying to do um, stuff where you were controlling it, but you can't really control it. You can't. Cool. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, It is a lot. And, and, but the biggest thing I want everybody to understand is that this is a huge change. And so if you're not feeling motivated, if you're tired, if you find yourself crying, it's okay because 
this is a huge change that is upon us right now, and nobody really knows how to navigate it. Yep, and maybe we'll take a quick break, mm-hmm. and when we come back, we can dive right back into change management. Yes, that's perfect. So stay with us, everyone. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Diva, and we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Charlie here. Did you know Eva and I have a really cool e-commerce shopping site? It's shopcharlieandeva.com. Check it out. You'll find custom designs that might just make a statement about you. And some great gift items, too. That's shopcharlieandeva.com. We're adding more designs every month, so be sure to keep checking back in. One last time, shopcharlieandeva.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and today we are talking about how to navigate change. Yeah, and I'm still making notes from segment one, so thank you. <laughs> are you making notes? Yes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're in this together. Yes, we are. We are in this together. Um some of us are at different places in it, but I mean, everybody is feeling the impact. I don't think that there's anybody on the planet that do- isn't having some kind of an impact. Um, and that's a whole nother argument. You know, when that you don't could go for another hour, but when we don't know what to do, just find a way or just navigate, but things are different now. Um, for me, I have to practice being different. I mean, I get the paradigm shift, right? But, uh, and I get small blocks is that what we should be doing small incremental changes that we can practice on a daily basis well now is the time so let's talk about that a little bit because when we look at square one so square one is death and rebirth we've had the catalytic event we're in death and rebirth so things are changing and they are not going back to the way they were they're just not going to go back and when we think rebirth we got to think butterfly versus caterpillar. Right, that it's a complete meltdown. Yeah. And that we have to go through that change on our own. If somebody tries to help the caterpillar out of the chrysalis, it will die. It needs to go through that change on on their own. So that's very, very tough to hear and very, very tough to handle. And that's where you start experiencing those five stages of grief. You know, denial, then anger, then depression, then bargaining, then acceptance. But as you're in square one, Now is the time for small steps, for research, for getting yourself ready. And you're getting yourself ready not only for work, but you're getting yourself ready kind of body, mind, spirit. We talked with Megan McNeely about that. That was a really good conversation that we had with her about Mm -hmm. getting yourself aligned, body, mind, spirit, protecting your asset. So, You're playing with ideas now, but you don't want to lock yourself into anything because you're not in the position to lock yourself into it. So you're thinking maybe this would be nice or that would be nice. And the way to start doing that is to start looking internally. And you do, you look internally by journaling, meditating, walking. Nobody wants to hear that, but that's really how you do the work. And you do the work by first asking yourself, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? I guarantee, and I struggle with this myself, I guarantee a lot of you listening to this aren't going to know, aren't going to know. You might say, I'm angry or I'm sad, 
What is it that's making you angry? What is it that's making you sad? It's time to start hitting the specifics. It's time to get really specific around what is bothering you. Hmm. If you're missing people, who are you missing? Why are you missing them? Is there some way that you can reach out or you've been reaching out, but you need to hug them? All of that. Get as specific as you can and get really in touch with those feelings. You know, for me, um, it's a challenge, right? Because I either get lost in my head Mm -hmm. or I go down the old path of thinking, thinking I'm changing. Right. And um, that's both both ways don't work now. So I practice myself in doing small things differently to see how that makes me feel. Like you said, how do you feel? Many of us don't know. I don't know sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. So something stupid. Okay, don't don't laugh at me now. But uh, I try to make the bed different every day. And. Um, I have a different arrangement, you know, like you go to the hotels or you're on the cruise, they have the little animals on the town. Right. I try to do that on the fly and step away and say, you see, it is different. I can improv on the fly. It's a, it's a good way for me to know that I can make changes, you know, and I can think differently. You know, there is actually studies around that that show just making a small shift in how you do things can help you change the way you look at things. There was a Wayne Dyer book with that exact title. If you change the way you look at things, the, the things you look at change, I believe, is it? And it, Well, <laughs> and I'm smart enough to know that if you work with small increments, it's easier to manage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, engineering, the term is inch block in corporate technology, it's sprinting, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and small things are easier to manage. Right. So we need to break down um, strategy into small pieces. Right. And you also want to make sure that you're really in the present moment. You try not to go into the future because we don't know what the future is going to hold. We actually never know what the future is going to hold. But now more so than ever, we don't really know what the future is going to hold. So we try to stay as present as possible, not go into that doom and gloom downward spiral of what the future could hold and just start looking at the present moment and what's happening right now and what I can do right now. And I like to tell people, this is the time to stay loose. This is the time to stay loose. And one of the things that, um, one of the workshops that I presented last year was around improv and improv for life. And the first tenet of improv is the concept of yes and. So within improv and an improv scene, no matter what someone throws at you, you say yes to it. So whatever life throws at you, you say yes to it. And then you add the and. What else can I add to this? What can I do to make this scene better? So I'm not a ball player. You're a ball player. We're doing an improv scene. Let's say a very simple way of looking at it is you throw a ball to me. I take that ball. I'm not a ball player, but I do something different with the ball. You throw a grounder back to me. Maybe. <laughs> right. And then I'll pick it In up. In your and say, best scenario. Yes. And then I'll throw you a fly ball. <laughs> but here's the thing. So if you were just listening to that exchange, Charlie 
automatically assumed that I would throw a grounder to him. In his head, the best case scenario would be for me to throw him a grounder and then he would take the ball and then throw it back, right? There's a problem that's not staying loose and that's not staying in the moment because what you're not doing then is you're not watching to see and not reacting to what I actually do with the ball. So I just stay blank until you take your action. Right. In that. Right. You're just staying blank until you see what I do. You're staying present and you're staying with me. You throw me the ball. You're staying with me. And you're then responding to what it is that I do, not putting your spin on what I should do. Because what happens is if you're thinking that, wow, I really want her to throw me a grounder, that's going to mess up the scene Mm -hmm. when I don't. Because you're going to be ready to grab a grounder and I could have gone really high Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't have been there. Yep. Right. And I, and I see that now and I see that even in my head speculating, you know, like, uh, oh, hello, Eva. I see that you're sheltering in place. And then you would say, yes, and it was a great time for me to work on my resume. But that's me doing that thing again. Right. You're coming <laughs> up with the whole scene. There's no Eva in this scene. OK, so you're understanding that I now. Know, I yes. think that was a really good way of showing what can happen when we're projecting as to what we want to happen and not actually handling what's actually happening. Yeah. That's why taking improv class is really good because it does keep you in the moment and keep you on your toes. And honestly, everything we do is an improv. Life is an improv. And the looser you can stay and the more grounded you can stay and the more you understand who you actually are and what you bring to the table, the better the scene will be. You can stay looser that way. So is that part of the uh, the does is that part of the rebirth understanding what exactly it is you bring to the table? Who are you? Yeah, but at your very core self, not at your social self, not at that self that you put on when you're on Zoom and you bring into the conference table. That's a very social self. What is it that you want at your core, at your essential self, at that? What is it that makes you, your heart sing? What is it that makes you get up in the morning? What is it that you're excited about? That's the things that we should be looking at now. What excites me? Because so many times we put all of that on the back burner when that's the thing that really will help us moving forward. Because then when somebody comes up to us and says, what do you do? And you can explain it in a way that's so exciting. Mm -hmm. It -hmm. makes such a huge difference. It will put you way above all the other candidates. I agree. The challenge is with all of the doom and gloom that's out there to understand the caterpillar butterfly analogy and to actually sit there and go internal and understand what it is that excites me Mm -hmm. and then be able to share it and sell it when the time comes. And understand that this is a process. This isn't something, don't put this on top of yourself, on top of everything else that's going on that 
well, I have to really understand who I am at a core level if you've never even looked at that before, right? This is like a slow process. Just take the time, start looking at what do I like? What don't I want? What do I want to keep going? And what maybe I don't really need that's come out of this time right now. Take some time every morning. I like to say just take five minutes and do a fast write. Actually put the timer on your phone and time yourself five minutes and just start writing pen to paper and don't lift up the pen so that you go under that internal critic. Because if you take too long, you're going to start criticizing yourself. So go in and say, what am I feeling? What do I want? And then let it go for the day. Take some time. This is the time to really start taking extremely good care of yourself. Um, Yeah, going back to Megan and protect your asset and the asset being you. Yeah, the asset is definitely you. And I know that this is a really tough time to try some kind of new program, but even just cutting back a little bit on sugar, about on highly processed foods, on alcohol, will help with your mood, will help with your anxiety. I can't tell you when I teach my workshops on public speaking, how just getting rid of caffeine alone helps people with their fear of public speaking. Just that little shift makes a big difference because when you already have adrenaline coursing through your body, the last thing you need is to throw an accelerant on it. Mm -hmm. And that's just in that exact um, example. You're not even saying don't ever drink coffee. No. So people need to um, take everything in the context, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it comes back to doing the work. You can't um, get anywhere without, if you don't make a change, a change like that, say, prior to something that makes you really nervous, I mean, that's on you now. Right. As a leader. But it's on you now, but I want to reiterate, it's so important now to be kind and gentle to yourself and to those around you. It's so important right now to be kind and gentle to yourself and not push yourself too much because we are in extreme stress. So when it comes down to me on me, I need to understand that I have the power to do great things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can take little baby steps, I, you know, but I have the power. That's right. a different way of saying that. Right. You do have the power and understand that. But the only way to really understand that is to start going through and taking little bits of time, five minutes at a time, and asking yourself, how do I feel? Ask yourself, what am I good at? You know, get specific, get very specific and really feel that power, feel that power. Um, I also wanted to bring up how to get stuff done now. Telling yourself that you're going to take eight hours to do something or even four hours right now is going to be really, really tough for most of you. If you can break it down into 15 or 30 minute segments, you're going to get much more done. And keep the blinders on. Keep the blinders on, but just for those small bursts and then just go sit decompress, go for a walk, do what you need to do. Sometimes we need to go sit in the car, sit in the bathroom, get away from people. If there's too many people around you, you need some time. Take that time for yourself. And we're constantly reminding each other during sheltering in place that, you know, 20 minute segment, 20 minute segment, let's take a break, go walk around the block. You know, we're constantly 
keeping to that rule. Right. And I see the benefit. I really do. Well, and we're getting stuff done. We are getting stuff done. And when I tell myself that I need to sit for two hours, it doesn't get done. I will fool around with a million different things, but not get done when I need to get done. So taking those short bursts right now might be all the energy you have or getting on a work call and then doing what you need to do and then giving yourself some downtime. And don't forget everything you're ingesting from your food to social media to 24-hour news cycle, all has an impact on you. Even watching movies on Netflix, watch what you're watching because you want something to uplift you. You don't want something to bring you down. Hmm. It's so important. And that's what's so important about taking extremely good self-care. And understand that small changes over time can make a really big difference even when it comes to work. So if you're seeing something at work, it's time now to speak up about it from a place of, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. And here's what I see. And I know this is a small change, but I think that it could help with our clients, with morale, with whatever. If you see it, now is the time to start talking about it. Make yourself visible. So sometimes with what I do in the morning, E, is uh, when you say, write stuff down, a fast right. I start with, I'm here to help. How can I help? And that could mean, how can I help myself? You know, it just, right. it just gets me on a less toxic, negative path. Right. You know, and that is a big help. But I, I want to add here that change takes courage. It takes so much courage mm-hmm. to change, to do something different. Right. It's just, you know, even if you're taking a different route home from work, I mean, sometimes just to make a change takes courage. It does take courage. And just remember that we have all done hard things. Every single one of us has done hard things. And we can do this too. Yeah, We can do what it takes. We have what it takes. We really do. Just believe it. Feel it. That's the biggest thing. Get out of your head and into your heart and feel it. And bless this pandemic, bless the people that you're working with, bless the people in your house, bless everybody and keep blessing them because there is blessings and it doesn't feel like it sometimes. You can get angry about it. You can yell about it. You can cry about it. I've done it myself. But at the end of the day, keep blessing stuff. And that's how we're going to start moving forward. Yep. It is the new normal. I it agree. is the new normal. You know, um, a quick story on change. Mm-hmm. I go back to my guys, right? I go back to George, Big George when they were fighting the Revolutionary War and um, the Battle of Long Island. And there was no best practice. Right. Kind of similar. It was a catalytic event. They were about to be slaughtered. Yeah. And... Um, he had to do something. He had to lead himself. He had to make a change, and he didn't know what to do. And he learned that he can circle until he does know what to do. That was big. And also, he had the courage to do something different. He got the soldiers into Boatswell at night, and they snuck out. They didn't mm-hmm. surrender. I mean, forget about I mean, the courage that it took to make that change at that mo- under that catalytic event. Mm-hmm. And that's where we need to draw inspiration that we have the power to do great things. 
Right. right. We do. We absolutely have the power to do great things. And if you want to learn more about the change cycle, you can actually look at Martha's book, Finding Your Own North Star. Um, we haven't had time to talk about EFT and tapping, but I am a practitioner. I do do a weekly tapping circle now at no cost. So you can reach out to me at eva at charlieandiva.com. And until then, just remember, get very comfortable with writing about your feelings. Stay loose. Stay safe. Stay grounded. Small pieces of change. Small pieces of Make change. Make the bed. <laughs> Make the bed a different way. Thank you so much for listening. I agree. And I learned a lot. E. Thank you so much. You're doing great things. And we're all grateful. And I'm grateful for our listeners. So thank you again. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Diva. Have a really good week. Bye, guys. Care Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com.